It's August 8th, 2022. This is Rook. Welcome to a special edition of Rook. I'm Gian Gomeshi. This is the Talking to Persians preview show. What am I talking about? Mm. Next week, August 15th, on our YouTube channel, we are launching our new video travel series, Talking to Mm. Persians. Of course, you'll be able to hear the audio version here on our podcast platforms as well. Talking to Persians next August, uh, next August, this August, this August. August 15th, next week yes. on our YouTube channel. Uh, I'm Gian, that's Captain Reza. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Uh, the fabulous Keon is here. Hi, Gian. And Groovy Shia. Hi, so last September, we trekked off to London, England, yeah. uh, my birthplace, to shoot the pilot episode of our travel series that's premised upon finding, interviewing, uh, integrating with Persians in different urban centers of the world. It's documentary style, directed by uh, the fabulous, uh, well, how many, <laughs> how you can't all be fabulous. <laughs> directed by the um, enigmatic and uh, wonderful Reza Sholay, also known as Captain Reza. Uh, and uh, I'm out there talking to folks. Keon was with us as an associate producer as well. So today we're doing a little preview chat yeah. about what you're going to see starting next August 15th. That's right. On. So our job <laughs> in this podcast is to entice people. That's right. To check next week. Oh boy. To be to get ready yeah. for the launch of our Talking to Persian yeah. series. Uh, Reza, what are you most excited about people experiencing? The ending of it, actually, the ending of the of the series, the ending of actually segments of it too. Like people, like I'm very curious to see what people think because I was shocked and you were shocked. I mean, we can't give too much away, right? We cannot. We can't. Yeah. But suffice it to say, we wanted to make a cool, fun travel show about food, music, culture, community, Iranian diaspora. And uh, but it was a lot more, and it became a story that is just has an incredible ending. Well, you did. We did want the depth that yeah. we to to really kind of explore the Persian diaspora and the different communities within the diaspora. And we certainly learned that London has a particular kind of Iranian community uh, that isn't that. F- first of all, that. The Iranian communities in the diaspora are not all homogenous. They're not all mm-hmm. the same. I mean, we sort of knew that, but we certainly mm-hmm. really know that now. Yeah. Like I would say uh, that yeah. the London Persian community ain't the same as the Toronto one or the LA one, et cetera. Um, but secondly, so we want to explore that. And, you know, we, we, we sort of want to use this series. It's, it's twofold, the mission. One, to, to find the Persians and, to, and the community, but to also discover the place that we're going to. That's right. In this case, London being more familiar to me. But as we build out this travel series and go to some places in the world yeah. that we don't know as well, it's going to be about discovering the city that we're in and That's discovering right. the city that we're in through the Iranians that we find. That's right. Um, so what we didn't know... And I guess having uh, we've all in some capacity or another worked in documentary, 
uh, fashion before. What we did, what, what we didn't know is 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 part and parcel part of the idea, which is that you can never plan exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen because you you don't want to. Yeah. You want to let you know yeah. let things develop as they do. And there is a twist in this one. That's now we right. can't. This is a weird podcast to do because we're doing the preview, but we can't we give can't, away the whole thing because we want to. Yeah. We want you to see it next week, uh, starting August fifteenth. But but there's a twist in this one. There's mm-hmm. a revelation that. Um, goes in a wild direction mm-hmm. uh, and that leads to an ending that uh, as you as you talk about and uh, sort of determines the narrative like changed in a shaped not changed that shaped the narrative of the of the of the project really it was supposed to be something a little bit more um, um, light and uh, but it's but the idea was supposed to be deep we didn't want to delve too deep into it because how 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 much you can do within like 50 minutes of Right, uh, right. screen the, the, time, but the show is about the film is about a, a, almost an hour long. That's yeah, right, so, all yeah. together, uh, all together. But uh, overall, although we have hours and hours of footage, oh, we do. God, we're do gonna we? be stuff that hours really of footage tr- uh, of, of yeah. Keon trudging around uh, <laughs> in high heels. fields in high heels <laughs> yeah. in front of Buckingham Palace. Hey, I can run a marathon in high heels. It's a skill, my friend. We should. I don't know what part of this uh, preview when is the part where we get to <laughs> what it was like. Uh, you know, we're kind of doing this renegade style so Rez has got the camera and I've got headphones on with a microphone yeah. in my hand and Keon's carrying things with it and, 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 and who, who would think that I would be the one carrying the yeah bags? you were carrying the equipment but the funniest part is we go okay let's meet at Charing Cross tube yeah. outside of there and we're gonna go to Rice Lip for this shoot and Reza and I be waiting there and then we see Keon coming in nine inch heels and with a ball gown you know, a wedding dress and we're like Keon we need to shoot in a field right now I'm Persian what do you want oh me to do Keon, 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 yeah. Some yeah. P- at some point we were at some pretty rough parts of town like it's and we were dark people were shouting and Keon literally was wearing a wedding dress I think. We, were <laughs> yeah. we were joining yeah, you for just dinner just I think at a restaurant and I was Someone like Keon I can't <laughs> they were gonna get killed they're gonna murder us they were like did you just get married honey and there was the time when uh, uh, we were you know getting around London can be difficult at times so and I'm a big enthusiast of the tube you know <laughs> yeah, the subway yeah, yeah, there yeah, no. so I was like come on let's take the tube yeah. and uh, the, you guys it was your first time in London it was was, my first was it time your first London. time? No, 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 it wasn't. You you've been there many times, but but uh, we go and we take the tube. And Reza and I have been taking the tube from place to place. But uh, the one time Keon comes down, uh, we leave, and I go, "Wasn't that great? Don't you enjoy the tube?" And she's like. Yeah, yeah. I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I realized that I don't think Keon's ever taken the subway in Toronto. It's I have, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it was when we got out of it because neither, you hadn't taken the tube either, Keon, right? You'd uh, been to London a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, I, I had she not She was by chariot. No. She goes from place to place, yeah. We, it was both the first time. We got out. I was so excited. I was like, this is, you see, Keon? Like, I, first, my first time was pretty cool too. How did you, what did you think? She felt like she like the way she answered it was as if like okay like I saw this museum like I don't have to like come here. Yes, again. I think once she's experienced the, the tube once <laughs> yeah. with the little people. Yes, can you get the limo? One time was enough. <laughs> yeah, and and so we gave ourselves a, a little over a week, and we were running around uh, London. Now, in some cases, you'll see that we've planned the guests that we're going to speak to. That's right. Uh, and um, and we have we tried to build as much of a cross section as we can. Of course, it's impossible when you're doing this kind of a, a doc format to speak to everybody. But we think we got a, a cross section. So um, and we got some people who are really grounded in uh, 
in London and in Persian, in the Persian culture of London and the community there. So, for example, um, Nazanina Ansari, right, yeah. who is the editor of Kehan, uh, Kehan London, Kehan Life, um, we talked to her, and she's been in London for four decades or something and uh and shirley el ghanian yeah, yeah. who is the uh, Chair of, uh magic of magic persia, persia is her um organization in fact she uh and it is exactly what she, that the title mm-hmm. is she's 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 made it her mission and her her organization's mission to spread the magic gospel of persia and a lot of her artifacts and what she has are in her home, which we went to visit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, yeah. Which was a, quite, quite an experience. Incredible. It was just uh, the trip yeah. was almost worth it for that. I, I mean, know. just being in Shirley's home was yeah. fantastic. So there's folks like that, and then um, there's art- artistic types. Our uh, friend Ali Azimi. We yeah. went to uh, we went to the the music store where he um, shops and where he practices. We gets his guitar stuff, and and we kind of had a little jam session mm, there. Yeah, uh, you and Ali played actually Ali and I played you know know, it's funny we were playing a song together he was teaching me a song he was like this is a song and then it's we shot this last fall and it ends up being a song that's on his new album that's right right. now you can hear he didn't use your vocals (laughs) I mean it worked (laughs) we weren't recording bastard (laughs) he did now that I think about it (laughs) you could have been a millionaire and then we visit another artist named Afshin Nagoni uh, and if folks, visual. he is just a, he, he's a visual artist, a painter, and his work is just spectacular. Stunning. Remember, we went to his studio, yeah. and um, he can't wait for you guys to see this on film because it is, it is, um, you get a taste of his work and his process, and it was wonderful. We, we went to his studio, and then we went to a gallery where mm. some of his work is, is, yeah. is shown. Displayed, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, just his thought process and his ideas on identity that is uh, that is showcases through art it's so interesting because you look you look at his art and you come up with a lot of questions really like personally like for me it was like that and you i think like listening like going through the interviews listen like editing it over and over again it really like i i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it Really Afshin is a brilliant man, Incredible mostly man. because he's an Arsenal fan. Like <laughs> we, uh, we 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 knew of each other, but I, we weren't close friends before this trip. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that since this since this trip last fall, Afshin and I like daily yeah, are yeah. on WhatsApp doing Arsenal talk <laughs> every you day. Finally, every found day. someone, Gian. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Gian has a new friend. There's a happy ending, a guys. New Arsenal. I, I finally have a friend. <laughs> Arsenal friend. <laughs> uh, and so, and then uh, this guy named Bijan Donishman. That's right. And if you don't know that name, you definitely know him because he's been in so many different films and TV series, and and uh, and he's in the new um, Game of Thrones mm, series yeah. that's coming out. That's right. Enter the Dragon. Not it's Enter coming. the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Enter the Dragon is Enter Bruce Lee. Dragons. No. <laughs> When's it Something coming else. out? It's Something with a dragon. Something with a dragon. Uh, um, but it's a spinoff of uh, Yeah. And he's prequel, one of the prequel. he's one of the yeah. yeah. Uh, and he should be in Game of Thrones because he, he talks <laughs> like such an important yes. English yes. voice. <laughs> um, and he has some amazing things to say as somebody who's been in London for decades about how he still identifies as, as, an a, as an Iranian, as an Iranian, and he uh, also paints too. Like, he's also a, a painter, and what do you, he's, he's done this Dama series Van of Damovan yeah, yeah. paintings, very pa- simple like painting. Your concept. mountain, Shaya. 
demo yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a fondness for yes. demo yeah. uh so and she and nasiri our friend Nasseri. from uh manato and broadcaster and social media star and sep osley who's yeah. uh remember the band blurred vision who uh That's did right, hey yeah. ayatollah the takeoff yeah. on mm-hmm. on another brick in the wall by um pink floyd uh he's relocated to london uh, sep comes from iran and was in toronto for a while they were a canadian yeah. band but They've been in in London for a while, so he's there. He takes us to one of his favorite cafes mm, yeah, in Soho, cafes. and he had us try uh, one of his favorite chicken um, liver pate. There you it? go, yeah. Keon. Remember, a couple of us tried it. We yeah, which yeah. Keon refused. Like you know how it's bad some great it Keon is moments on camera. Keon caught not taste. wanting to eat food that, <laughs> <laughs> not wanting to go on the. So it's you not wanting to do you a lot like, of things, not wanting to go on the tube, not wanting to eat. I know what I like in my life. Okay, <laughs> I'm just very particular. But it was a funny moment. Uh, there's some great moments. I mean, yeah. we can't. The British so Museum was a highlight yeah, for me. Yeah. Let me say, yeah, doing Museum. that tour with Roya Arab was. Those Persian artifacts that mm-hmm. are in the British Museum. Should we spoil that? Should we do the spoiler on? Well, nah, let's no, that's not. It. There's a major artifact that we went to see, yeah. and oh. there's a twist on what happens. To that. <laughs> it's all but Keon's fault. Roya Arab, who's a, an archaeologist and a, um, and of course a, a, a musician that we love, uh, um, took us through the British Museum. Um, there's a there's an academic, a professor Nargis Farzad. Who was who's wonderful in terms of what she brings uh, in, in informationally about Iranians in London and her experience and what she's learned um, academically as well. But she also takes us to this church near Trafalgar mm, Square yeah, yeah, yeah. that has an Iranian connection. Believe That's it or right. not, A direct so, Iranian connection. It's really, really, really cool. It, I, I, it's funny because I'm describing all of these things. It almost makes it sound like we had a plan. I know. Like we knew what the fuck we were doing. None of it. <laughs> there was no plan. <laughs> there was. That's I mean, we have it. This is the pilot of what we intend to be a series. Yeah. And truth be told, if anybody's listening right now, uh, maybe we shouldn't be saying this, but yeah. we really didn't. No, you know, we didn't know. We, what we were and doing. we kind of knew that we had to go and try this to see mm-hmm. what this turns into. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now, it sounds like oh, they went to all these places with these guests, and <laughs> at the time, it was like. Uh, how about there's a church and we're going to go and well, we're going to find... Tr- truth be told, well, for, we can sort of lay, lay it out for the audience to understand the process of it. We didn't know what to expect, right? Yeah. We yeah. went to London and just got exposed to an overwhelming slew of adventures and mm-hmm. cra- interesting people, crazy like tur- uh, surprises where uh, because the camera kept rolling was all captured and these are all these are all folks who live in london That's so right. they all have all a one london. idea or another there's a woman named anushka rava mm-hmm. who um has become a great friend of ours she's a comedian uh it's very funny a very very great personality and and she has chosen to live in london despite having lived in a number of other places in yeah. her life uh but also grew up in london and and um she should we go to a, this this area of london folks who are listening to us right now in england and in london will know they this know. but there's an area called north finchley yeah. where the persian community is now uh-huh. and we go there and we discover a bunch of uh, what would it be jayish mahalibud uh, we we spend no, an afternoon at all the you see a little bit of it on the yeah. on the video on the film but but uh, we go to a number of different places although you know you you also realize to just speak the sidebar to the toronto audience you realize how big and impactful the persian community in toronto has gotten because when they say in london Mm -hmm. one of the most important cities in the world 
a huge cosmopolitan metropolis. When they say, oh, this is where the, you'll, you're going to see the Persian community. And, and you go there and it's like 10 it's stores small. and a couple of restaurants on one street. And you think, this is like a, a couche in Toronto. Here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you really get a sense of how big it is yeah. here now. And influence, like people in Toronto are very influential, and we, we like the second generation of Iranians. They're growing and and taking over really at, in every which industry. Where I don't see like in London, like it seems like ev- like still is not very. It's an older community there. It is. An I older mean, it's a community mm-hmm. that's been yeah. there longer. That's yeah, the big that's noticeable the takeaway. In Toronto now, there's the a, you know hundreds of thousands. There's folks who've New. just come in the last yeah. fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Some of whom don't not only do not speak English, don't, do not need to speak English yeah. because the community has transplanted itself here. Mm. I'd like them to speak English and integrate more and I think it'd be a good thing, but mm. they don't. Uh, in London, that wasn't really the case. No. The folks there are, pri- are quite, the, many of the folks, I mean, obviously there'll be some newcomers and we found mm-hmm. some in North Finchley, but for the most part, they are integrated, integrated. into English society right. a lot more. That's right. It's, it's interesting for me how Iran, like we're all Iranians, right? But, Iranians in London, Paris, like every, we all have different vibes, you know, to, uh, Iranians in Toronto, Iranians yeah. in L.A. It's it's so interesting to see how they have their own uh, identity in a way that's yeah. different from ours. Did you go to Buckingham Palace as well? We, d- <laughs> we did go to Buckingham Palace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we met some very... Well, actually, the day we went to Buckingham Palace... Once um, Keon got her pumps unstuck <laughs> from the dirt, that, That's right. uh, we actually it was this was last fall. So you'll see in the film a few things. Once again, talking to Persians, London yeah, next yeah. week, August fifteenth, uh, or depending on when you're listening to this, tomorrow, August fifteenth. Uh, so a couple of, of things that are hallmarks of fall 2021. One of them is we're in some cases wearing masks. Yeah. Oh. You know, when we're on the tube, we're wearing masks, for example. Because it's uh, mid-COVID, um, but another thing is that there were still the you remember the Britney Spears free um, Britney movement, the movement which was hoping to uh, what do you call it, the conservatorship and, or something? Yeah, yeah, she had a conservatorship with her father, and so Britney Spears fans have for years been trying to free Britney from yeah. uh, the the <laughs> chains of her her father and of course there's the subtext of Britney and her right. Persian paramour who's yeah. become her husband now but so as we were going to Buckingham Palace there's a Ooh. free Britney protest oh. happening yeah. for some reason outside of Buckingham Palace I know yeah. I'm not sure if Britney was listening yeah, yeah. Like. but uh, but they were they were wonderful and and so uh and Reza says uh uh I said, Reza, you got to shoot this. And, and Reza starts screaming at them, come on, walk this way, guys. And he's like filming the Free Britney folks. Reza and then, was like the leader of the movement. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what do we want? Free Britney. I've never seen Reza excited, as excited about anything in his life. As I was freeing Britney. Britney. And yeah. it worked. <laughs> so, we, and so we end up uh, interviewing someone who's... Uh, um, yeah, a non-binary <laughs> person, non, uh, yeah, uh, who is identifies as a non-binary, not a man or woman, mm-hmm. and was a huge fan of Britney, Euro- Britney, yeah. and, and Persian, also Persian, yeah. as it turns yeah. a non-Persian. non-Persian. There's there's Persian a number of non-Iranians yeah. in this. Uh, there's a couple of nights where we're wandering around in Soho, and I'm a- I'm asking people what they think of Iranians to mixed results, <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we we discover some interesting non-Iranians very. and their views on Iranians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very interesting views, and it's so uh, uh, heartening and also enlightening to listen to different perspective to mm. see how like 
such a unique individual from a very, very different background than I am or any of us are, uh, and upbringing thinks of us as mm. nice as as you know what I mean. I think it's it depends on what kind of person they dated. Well, that's <laughs> a, actually he said that, and he's date a lot of them, that's a lot, true. a lot. <laughs> and I quote, "They said that." Yeah, they said it's that. It's a fan. Um, yeah. it's so I love it. There's a couple other things that why we we there's some significant Persian restaurants that we go to to discover Persian food in London. A couple of them have Michelin stars. Can you believe that? In fact, I think one of them we went to uh, that happened to be close. We got lucky. We happened to be close to where we're staying and we we got some footage in the film of us inside this restaurant. Uh, I think Keon, you ended up going back there for oh like three God. nights was, in a row. It was so good that I kept going back just for a little late night. It really night was shag. good. It was so you know, good. It's, it's not, but the thing is, it wasn't just good, it was hip. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was a, cool. you it was wanted a cool to hang place. out there. That's Not right. to take anything away from our wonderful Persian <laughs> oh, restaurant hey, in good. Toronto, yeah. uh, Los Angeles, yeah. and Valley. Valley. Yeah, but it's so, it was such a cool hangout right. in there. You see yeah. all these different young people from different cultures enjoying our food. It's like, that's right. Although it was You're some, welcome. it was sort of Persian fusion, wasn't it? It was, it was yeah. It, it wasn't the, you know, it was like, if you was want nice. the old school Kubi there, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, it like, wasn't, it was a bit They of put some stuff. twists on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good, though. It was great. But really the good. food, yeah, we, we go to a, a cup, two or three different Persian restaurants. I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm salivating thinking about how good that was. And then, of course, there's a, there's a subtext to the film that involves the fact that I uh, we we decided that the first the pilot episode, as we say, of this talking to Persian series would take place in London, partly because we thought it'd be too obvious to do this in somewhere like Dubai or mm. Toronto or or San Diego, but also uh, because I grew up in London. I was born in London, and not only was I born in London, but I was born in a house mm-hmm. in northwest London. Yes. And um, uh, home birth. Uh, Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom was progressive and, and yeah. said, why not? You know, we don't have to go to a hospital. We had a midwife and we did. So I've never been back to this home in my whole life since I was a little kid. And uh, and this was going to be the, the, the chance. And, and before wow. we we went and shot in the fall... I sat down with my mom, and we went on Google Earth, and Googled the uh, mm-hmm. the, the the address to see if it's even still there. Uh-huh. Maybe it's turned into a condo or yeah. a parking lot or a movie theater or, you know, uh, one of those uh, uh, yeah. gyms that uh, Keon goes to. You know? <laughs> and uh, and not only was it still there, but the exterior the looked same. exactly the same. It was even the same color. Wow. It's a yellow house. And it was a yellow house back when it was an, uh, the exterior yellow of the house, house is painted yellow. Wow. Yellow little English house, you know, That's tiny hang- <laughs> English house. So part of our thought was, yeah. and I don't think, we didn't really even have this plan for sure. But no, we no. Said, we didn't know when we go we to London, one of the options time, is, yes. If we have time. If we have time, we'll one of the options will be to go to, yeah, to this house. Yeah, and just have you walk, like, look at it, see your reaction. Right. And, talk in and in fact, we organized with Ali Azimi. That's right. Uh, exactly. Why don't you, and, and poor guy yeah. ends up driving us. We, we go <laughs> out to Ricelip, Northwest yeah. London, uh, to go and find this house and just shoot it and see how I feel and all that. And uh, well, oh, getting to the more than yeah, well, what happens with the with the situation with the house is part of um, 
part of what makes the for the unexpected parts of this yeah. documentary. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And we can't say more than that, to be perfectly honest with you, because we s- if we say anything, we're giving away too much. Yeah. But yeah. you're in for a ride, to say the least. Uh, so, Kian, what was the um, what was the takeaway, especially now that you look back at the the footage? Um, what was your what was one of the things that you learn or that you hope that people take note of about the the Persian community or what we discovered in London? Um, not to generalize, you know, like for, to me, when I think Persians, I think of Toronto or L.A. Persians. But the Persians in London, they have their own vibe. I don't know. Mm. You know, everybody's different. But I got the sense that they're more... Um, Art- substantial like, substantial yeah <laughs> i was like what word can i use that isn't gonna offend uh, anybody you've insulted everybody except for the people in london <laughs> but know, that's there okay there's a lot of depth to the yeah. persians Forte. that we met there <laughs> maybe it was just the people we were interviewing but they it certainly did seem it that seemed way that didn't way, it yeah. no, they're all very thoughtful and, very, yeah because even like the people that we interviewed in the like because we interviewed some bystanders mm-hmm. like in the streets and stuff like that where uh they they're like opinions were very interesting and 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 in depth so mm. i think it's a general <laughs> geography thing there's mm. more <laughs> what did uh and what same question to you Raza. what did you what what is this was your first, yeah, time, in first time in london so what was your takeaway one of your takeaways i'm sure you have many uh it, that the people the the, the the migrants in london are a different different breed of Iranians in a in a in a way like How I don't so? know I don't know like it's there is more it, there is something and I, I don't know maybe it's because of the, the, the like London itself they're more Londoner but there are as you said like I have a very similar observation where they're very different from North American Iranians like I'm familiar even with the LA scene like it's similar to Canada New York like did you Iran. relate less to the London Iranians I did I did but not in a bad way like it was it was more of a curious like um, um a, th- a thing for me like i was very i was following my curiosity where i'm like wow they, this is like there were a lot of things that was very interesting like even in general like at a restaurant we went to a lot of persian restaurants not every restaurant has a liquor like uh, liquor license mm. so we went to this persian restaurant lovely people invited us over which has to do with why were we even invited to this persian restaurant cabaret more mm-hmm. which you gotta watch and see but uh, they offered us, uh, they put Red Bull in front of us. And uh, because it's normal, like over there, if you want a drink, you got to bring it yourself. Mm. And then the guy asked me, he was like, if you want me, like I can go across the street and get a vodka or whatever. And that never happens at a restaurant here. Like mm. very, and it's common over there. It's just those kind of things like would affect you up. I, I don't know your behavior. The, the one thing about, I, I, I would caution us about, or, I, or, or one thing I th- realize in this process as well is that there's there's an interesting it's kind of a paradox when it comes to the persian communities and what we've learned working on this program with the diaspora and my sort of exploration through all these interviews etc is on the one hand rook media itself is predicated upon the idea that we we have this commonality that the iranians especially those of us uh, outside of Iran in the diaspora um, all feel connected to each other so profoundly and we've seen that we've learned that and even in some cases feel connected with people in Iran like we have listeners of of this program as we've talked about in Iran but on the other hand uh, 
there's no Persian community anywhere that feels homogenous. Like we mm. know certainly in Toronto now, there's big divisions in our community. There's lots of different kinds of people. You couldn't with one swath, as much as we say, the LA Persians, the mm-hmm. Toronto Persians. Yeah. And that was true of London too, where um, we get some pretty contrasting opinions. And I think in your edit, uh, Reza, you did a good job sometimes of showing that, where yeah. somebody says, uh, I feel still like an Iranian, even though I've been here for decades. And the next moment, somebody's saying, I yeah. just came five years ago, but I feel like a Londoner. I feel like an, and, right. and there's that constant contrast that suggests, you know, there's the shopkeeper we talked to yeah. who says, uh, uh, um, I say, do you, do you get, you know, yeah. do you enjoy yeah. the community here? Says, so, not really. Yeah. I don't really get along with most of them, you know. Yeah. I, I, That's I, right. I, 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 and then Shirley Alanian, the chair, like the, the, the chair and founder of Magic of Persia, who's been there post pre revolution, she's all about making sure the community is together and yeah, hanging out with it. Yeah. It's f- like, it's very, very fascinating. You one. cannot, you can't paint uh, Iranians with no. one, with one swath of generalize. paint. Yes. It's mm. hard. No. That's the uh, ultimate. Well, um, we're hoping everybody uh, enjoys this as much as we, mm. we have. Shia, as the person who wasn't on the trip but heard about it and then presided over some of the editing, yes. what was... Um, what was something that was surprising for you? Uh, actually, the diversity of the documentary for me was really interesting. Like the different type of people that you meet and you have a like dialogue with them, it was interesting for me. And also, my uh, I have an uncle who lived in London, and uh, I, I don't know uh, by seeing those Persian that you were interviewing, all of them reminded me of my uncle. So I can get the mm. sense that they have their unique identity in London. All right. Yeah. Well, I uh, once again, uh, Talking to Persians London uh, debuts next week or depending on when you're listening to this in the next few hours or three days ago, August 15th. Uh, this is the uh, Talking to Persians preview podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. It is on YouTube. We will be playing or posting the audio version on our podcast platform so you can listen to it as well. And um, uh, I picked a whole bunch of music that yeah. I was sending to Reza yeah, that yeah. is played throughout it. That is um, some will be familiar Fantastic. to people out there. That's um, I think I tried to choose all of them as British artists. They're not all London much, artists, yeah. but uh, and then we have some Persian music yeah. mixed in there as well. Next week, August 15th, do catch Talking to Persians London. The following week, we'll be back to our regular Rook podcasts. Um, but uh, any final words? Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Mizun Bashi. <laughs> that is the final word. Thank you, Groovy Shia. Thank you, Captain Reza. Thank you, the fabulous Keon. This is full time for Rook for today and the Talking to Persians preview podcast. Remember, for all things Rook related, go to our website, rookmedia.com rookmedia.com thanks to the amazing team who put this show together each week and who worked on Talking to Persians as well Savvy Roham talented Annie Hita the fabulous Keon Super Parisa Smart Pega Aghai Merdad Captain Reza and Groovy Shaya uh, we are going to be posting advanced clips of uh, Talking to Persians moments over the next week in the days leading up to August 15th So do check our Instagram and our YouTube sites if you want to see any of those. Thank you to all of you out there for supporting us and sharing our content. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Find me on Instagram at Gian Gomeshi. And as ever, as Keon says, Mizumashi. Mizumashi.